last time on Leighton Legends. Alright, so the rest of the day kind of goes off without a hitch for you guys. You quickly kind of catch up to speed while looking at your counterpart who is doing his activities and kind of replicating them. And you manage to figure out exactly what you're supposed to be doing on this ship. But eventually your shift comes to an end. I'd like to tour the ship. Yeah, I want to go around looking for, like, try to find where the bad boys are. Uh, pull yourself up a uh, stool. My name is Bruce, and this is Bruce. Dickinson. No, and this is also Bruce. Can I try opening up a couple of boxes? You kind of make a deft kind of look around in there, and you try to see what was it potting, and you don't see anything. All right, so you creep your head above. You can see that it's a skeleton crew on the deck as you look up. You can see that at the edge of the deck, just before the sea, is Captain Pauline. You sit there watching this for a second, and then all of a sudden you see a cloaked figure climb over the edge of the railing. Hmm. Midnight rendezvous. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Leighton Legends. Let's just jump right into it. Boing. Journeys at sea are boring. The days are spent playing with the winds, trying to catch the best drafts. Thus, the work is pretty mundane for its crew. Tie this knot, pull this rigging taut, wash the floorboards. In fact, washing the deck is a job designed to keep the crew occupied rather than any practical significance. The deck does not need to be washed more than once a day, yet Captain August seems keen on keeping two of her newest members of her crew occupied with that very task, several times a day during their shifts. It's a job that you, Mordecai and Giovanni, likely find very dull. Val, you've been working as a cook's assistant, so your tasks are not nearly as demanding. You spend a lot of your day peeling potatoes, and you've grown a new appreciation for the preparation of lesser-known meats like sea turtles. Regardless, the job is monotonous, so journeys at sea are boring. That is, unless a warm front moves in. <laughs> it's your fourth day at sea now, and the call for all hands on deck is made. All of you, roll a constitution check and a dexterity check. That would be a seafaring uh, constitution? Nope. Uh, it just normal constitution. There is no seafaring constitution. <laughs> Alright, so sorry, it was a constitution check and what? A dexterity check. Okay. Yeah, I believe it was a seafaring constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, sure. I think that if it was a seafaring constitution check, Val, you would actually have negatives. Oh, man. <laughs> you knew what I meant, though. Alright, that's a... I thought I did really bad. Yeah, that's a 21 for constitution and a critical fail for dexterity. Uh, I rolled a 10 constitution and an 11 dexterity. Uh, Val here rolled an 11 for constitution and an 18 for my dex save because I'm so spry. Okay, so let's run through your constitution checks first. Uh, so Mordecai got a 21, Giovanni got a 10, and Val got an 11. So Val and Giovanni, you guys are not feeling good, not feeling good at all. <laughs> You're each laying in your hammocks during what I imagine would be a period of time that you would be sleeping in your off shift. And you are just being shook from side to side in those hammocks. You're swaying back and forth. And each of you are feeling pretty sick. You're feeling very Ooh. sick. Now for Val, this is expected. You're going to get sick. Giovanni maybe has a bit of a stronger constitution. He's getting used to being at sea a bit more, but he's still not feeling very well. 
Next, let's run through the deck saves. Mordecai, you had a... Critical fail. You had a critical fail. Giovanni, you had an 11. And Val had an 18. So Giovanni and Mordecai, you guys are thrown from your bunks. You know what? That's better than what I was expecting. Giovanni, you just plop straight onto the deck. But Mordecai, you fly like straight into a post that's next to your bed. Okay, there we go. And you end up taking... I thought my bed was going to strangle me for a second. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You end up taking four points of blunt damage. Oof! That smarts! Jeez. So let's just remind ourselves where we are. The three of you are laying in your bunks. You hear the call for all hands on deck. And you three are laying in your bunks. What do you do? Well, first I'm going to take my face off of this post... <laughs> Ugh, I, I think I got a splinter. So I'm not in my bunk, though. I've been thrown out. Yes. Okay. You guys can hear yelling from the deck above, and the ship is rolling from side to side. There is a bustle of activity in the bunks around you as others from the night shift quickly rouse themselves and head towards the top deck. On our way. Let's go. Hmm. Question. Oh, unless we want to take this time to snoop. From where our bunks are, we're in the, like, mid-deck, right? Yes, you are. And the captain's quarters are above us. Yes. Okay. You two should uh, definitely go out there <laughs> what? and, uh... What are you planning, Tom? Just tell them I'm in the latrines. I'm so delirious from scrubbing the deck off of all the live long day that I could not even stay in my own bed. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, give me a second here. I'm going to roll a d4 here. All right, uh, Val and Giovanni, you guys are going to have to vomit in about five minutes. It's, it's that bad. Yeah. What's with the delay? <laughs> uh, it's just like a matter of like where you think your constitution is going right now. So you're not feeling very well as you are waking up from your bunk, but you might not have to feel sick right now. I'm not going to make you roll a constitution check. Like five minutes from now, I'm just gonna say you guys are probably going to have to throw up. In can about I like five preempt? Minutes. Can oh. I preempt that and like hit the latrine right now? Sure. Okay. Kind of like kind of like I did like the other night, kind of thing. Like just so I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be barfing yeah. and get a jump. Yeah, on that's it. exactly. I'm a I'm a hardy sea elf, not some. Yeah, it's just like you, after a night of drinking, you throw up before your body makes you throw yeah. up. Yeah, precisely something something like that. Okay. A- empty my stomach, so to speak, I guess, sir. You pull trig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, preemptively, you know, you nothing else left to, to toss. Quick uh, quick lore-based question. Uh, oh, boy. If I was asleep, would I be naked, or am I... Like, I guess I'm pretending to... I, I, I'm pretending <laughs> I like how this is a lore question. <laughs> but I, I guess I'm pretending to be Slash right now, so he would probably sleep clothed, so I would... Well, you tell me, would Giovanni sin in order to just save face? For the greater good, yeah. Of course. Okay, okay. alright. So I guess you are in clothes. Uh, Val, you see everyone else that is in this room is running towards the door at the end of the dorms, and they are heading towards the stairs that bring them to the top deck. People are kind of flying from side to side. You decide to run the exact opposite direction and head towards the back of the dorms where you know the latrines are. I, I know fine well where the latrines are on this deck. <laughs> Yes, you're well acquainted with them, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to just try go in there and, and just try and, like, put my hands on my throat, preempt that spew. Sure. <clears throat> Giovanni, are you, are you doing anything to try and get a head start on this? No, I want to go go see what all this ruckus is about and see if I can help out. All right, great, excellent. The team is splitting up, so I have to do three different scenes. <laughs> okay, so Morty's going to stay, right? So you, you, you've asked us to stay, right? Sort of. 
Morty has plans that do not involve you guys, and he needs you guys to take off. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm just going to give him, like, a knowing wink on my way up to the top deck there. I'm hoping to go save somebody's life to build, to build a trusting relationship so I can get more information. Nice. So, Val, you head towards the back of the latrines, and you spend a moment uh, vomiting there. Let's move over to Giovanni. Giovanni, you see everybody is rushing towards the top deck. You follow them as the boat is lurching from side to side, and you're kind of having difficulty catching yourself. You keep kind of holding on to bars as you pass them, and you catch yourself in the middle of the door frame, trying to stop yourself from flying into a wall. But you eventually manage to make your way to the staircase that leads up to the top deck. Better go on up, then. The activity on the top deck is like watching a team of ants trying to work in a firestorm. It's complete anarchy, but the crew seems to be doing its best to keep the ship afloat as it steers itself into each oncoming wave. Giovanni, could I have you roll a perception check? This isn't going to be one of those fancy seafaring perception checks. <laughs> God, no. That's a 16. Oh, okay, good. Good job. Giovanni, one of the pegs holding the anchor gear in place has come loose, and the gear itself is spinning in what you realize is the direction to lower the anchor. A few sailors are struggling to make it stop, but it's a fight they're losing as the gear begins to pick up momentum. Oh, I reckon this is something Gio would be very good at uh, solving for them, so I'm going to go over there and try to just strength my way. It's yeah, just, it's almost like this activity was, was written specifically for you in mind. That's crazy. That seems to happen a lot. <laughs> Fate, you Fate. know. This is what happens when you believe in the object like Giovanni does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you do, Gio? Uh, well, I want to try to help these crewmen stop the gear. Okay, so you rush over towards the gear. It is spinning in the opposite direction you want to be moving. Do you grab onto it and try to, like, hold it back? Uh, is that what these guys are doing? Yeah, they each are trying to, like, grab onto it. Sometimes it rips from their hands. Other people are holding on, but it is just pushing them back. Ooh, could I roll a seafaring knowledge to see if I remember anything that's uh, useful that might be, like, an old sea trick for this? Uh, sure, go ahead. Roll a seafaring trick. I just let, you went through all that work to make that attribute in the character sheets, and I just really want to take it. <laughs> well, thank you, Gio. <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a seven, so it's probably not... <laughs> No, to the best of your knowledge, you know that this gear spins two directions. One goes up, one goes down. So you have to figure out which direction you want it to move in order to stop it from doing the thing you don't want it to do. Oh, I'm just going to get in there and try to stop it, and then the, the, the sailors can do... <laughs> point point can you in the right direction. Tell me what to do. Yeah, I'm very good at following orders. Okay, so you are just going to try to grab on and stop it from doing whatever it's doing right now. Yeah. Could I have you roll a strength check? With pleasure. That is a 15. Okay. You grab onto the gear, and it is pushing back against you. It almost rips from your hand, and you can feel the calluses that you've built up over the past few days begin to tear as you grab onto it. And you're able to slow it down. It's still pushing back against you, and it is, it is heavy. It's almost like this is heavier than it normally would be. But you're able to slow it down. It's moving, but not as fast as it was. With a little bit more effort, you think that you might be able to stop it completely and perhaps start to move its direction. Can I try to inspire the men around me to give it their all? As if, yes. they, weren't, as if they weren't already? Uh, yes, uh, sure. I'm sure that they are maxed out for, uh, you know, drive to make sure the ship doesn't crash and get destroyed. But you can do what you want. Oh, you land lovers, if we don't get this stopped, then it's going to be to the bottom of the depths for the lot of us. Could I have you roll a charisma check? Um, I rolled a 13 for charisma. 
<laughs> okay. They the crew around you seems pretty motivated to stop this gear from <laughs> moving, but you can't tell if you've had a significant impact on that. But they know I'm there and like getting involved, you know? Yeah, they know you're there and you're getting involved. Val, let's switch back over to you. Val, you're in the latrines. You vomit, I assume? Yeah. <sighs> okay, you feel slightly better after having nice. vomited. <laughs> what do you do yeah, now? I want to make my way. Uh, ooh, well, nah, man. Morty's got uh, got something scheming, I'm sure. So I trust that. And uh, if he's still below decks, I'm just gonna be like, good luck, and make my way up topside, find something to do. <laughs> you pass Morty on your way out of the crew dorms, and it's the same kind of thing as when Giovanni was rushing towards the top deck. You're being thrown from side to side. You're handling it a little bit better, but you still have to kind of catch yourself on the various forms that are around you, different posts and hammocks and, and whatnot, but you're able to make your way up to the stairs that ascend to the top deck. Nice. Could I have you roll a perception check? Yeah, of course. Whoa, natural 20. 25. Oh, wow. Okay, really good. So you spot this. You spot this really well. Val, you see a lone sailor standing near the edge of the deck, struggling to tie down some of the rigging, when suddenly a large wave splashes up. When it drains away, you see that neither the sailor nor the rigging is there. Rather, the rigging seems to now be pulled taut against the railing, pulling down into the depths. Ooh. You can see a hand that's clinging to the rigging, but the rest of the body is concealed by the railing. Jeez. Okay. Cut him loose. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I mean, but some of these might be, we, we didn't decide if these are all illegit sailors or, or what the deal is, so. It's true. I'll make my way over there and I'll try and see if I can't pull him up uh, if he's still clinging to that rope. Remember, even bad guys have families. That's right. So that'd be what the starboard side? Let me look that up. Starboard. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's crazy, Josh, is that you're the DM and you can just say, no, it's not, and just roll on. But. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. So it's to, it's on the right-hand side of the vessel, so that is Star Wars. You know what I mean, I love that you were looking it up, though. Commitment. Uh, thank you. I'm trying to, I, I don't want to get all of our nautical listeners no, just really no upset kidding. if I for say some, something someone wrong. someone who invented the seafaring knowledge, my lord. Hit us up in the comments, I dare you. <laughs> All the mariners that love this podcast are just not get into in the this comments. <laughs> I only know one mariner, and he doesn't listen to this, and that is Steve. Yeah. Oh, touche. <laughs> touche. Um, okay, so I, if I could just try uh, do my best, uh, even roll strength, I guess. So that's not going to be well, is it? I'm going to let you kind of figure out how you want to handle this yourself, but I'll describe what you see. Okay. So you run towards the railing and you see that this rigging is being pulled on the other side of the railing. And you can see as you look over the side of the boat that there is a fairly young man, maybe 15, 16 years old, and he's been tied into the netting and is being held against the side of the boat as waves splash up and hit him. Okay. So he's got kind of lassoed it in the rope, kind of, in the netting. Yeah. Gotcha. Is he within arm's reach? The rigging certainly is. His hand is definitely within reaching, but like I said, he's kind of stuck. He's flailing against it, but he doesn't seem to be able to pull himself free. Can I can I reach for his hand and try and pull him up? Sure, you can. So make a strength check. Okie doke. <laughs> That's a... Uh... 
That's a natural fail or a critical fail. Oh, oh no! But with, a, with, a, with a negative one, so yeah. So you roll the one, but you also have a minus one to strength, so that's a zero. <laughs> I went from top, absolutely like the best I could do to the absolute worst I could do. Wow. Yeah, you got the full spectrum yeah. of possible rolls in two rolls. Man, what are the what are the odds of that? That's actually so crazy. No kidding. Uh, let me see. That would be. I think it's two point five percent, but I could be wrong. All right, Val, you go to reach for this guy and you're able to make connection with his hand and you're trying to pull him out. He is stuck in the netting though. And so you pull against him, but you're just kind of hurting him actually <laughs> as you pull him against the netting that he's caught in. But unfortunately, your foot also gets stuck in the netting as you step towards him and you feel the net lurch down another foot. And you are now kind of riding the railing like it's a horse you got a leg on each side one foot is caught in the rigging that has been pulled over and dropped down another foot the other one is still on the deck jeez okay man all right let's give you a moment to maul yeah. that over let's rush over to mordecai and see what mischief he's getting up to okay everybody else is running up from the crew quarters i want to run to my bag and i want to throw on my inconspicuous long coat okay and then I'm going to head outside with everybody else because it's a crowd and there's turmoil. And I would like to use the hide action, my bonus action. Sure, of course. Uh, do you have to roll anything for that? Um, I will eventually. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. Well, let us uh, I'll describe the scene. So you rush over to your bag. It is very humid because it's a warm air front that's coming in. It is hot. But you throw on your jacket anyways, which in typical Mordecai Brendan fashion is sleeveless. So maybe get a little <laughs> bit of cool air in through that. No! <laughs> and you rush up towards the top deck where this chaos is unfolding. Mordecai, I need you to roll a perception check. Okay. Natural 20. Jesus, what is up with these rolls right. today? Yeah. You're either winning or losing very well. <laughs> High or low, man. So, Mordecai, your eagle eye just kind of sears right into place, into focus, and you can see that a sail has come loose near the crow's nest. It flaps around in the wind. You can hear someone yelling to tie it down, but you don't see anyone going towards it. Mm. <sighs> this is going against my plans. <laughs> um, Sorry I got tangled in a net. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> See, my, my goal was, like, I'm going to go hide in the crowd and then sneak into the captain's quarters. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Mordecai, with that natural 20, I'll also say that you can see Val, who is kind of straddling this <sighs> railing right now. Sweet mother of God. <laughs> uh, what was the point of taking the hide action? <laughs> no, don't worry about me, man. My not-CL friend is hanging over the side. I'll figure it um, out. Maybe. Val, how much do you weigh? Um, good question. You are six foot six inches and 150 pounds. It's 100, okay, so that one wouldn't work. I was like, what if I could just throw <laughs> my... try and put him in your pocket? No, no, I was, I was thinking, like, what if I threw my mage hand over and, like, kind of gave him a tug to, like, help move him, but I can't carry more than 10 pounds with that hand. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm going to run over and I'm going to help Val. Okay. Because if he, if he goes overboard, it's going to screw my plans also. So yeah, I'll, I'll go over there and I'm going to try and not tug on him personally, but I'll try and tug the rigging back in the right direction. Okay. Uh, could I have you make a strength check? Sure. Oh, thanks, buddy. Let's see where the minuses are, eh? 
Uh, I, I'm betting on another nat one. I don't know. I've got a zero. I've got a zero for strength. So let's see what what I roll here. That would be an eight. <laughs> okay. You're able to grab onto the rigging, and Val is looking at you. His foot is kind of caught in it. He's tugging at the rigging that his foot is caught in, trying to pull himself clear. There's a guy below you who keeps getting splashed by water, and he looks like he's starting to lose consciousness. <laughs> and he's no longer struggling as hard to get himself out of the rigging. Mordecai, unfortunately, though, you're not able to make any headway with the rigging. You're just not able to pull it up. It's way too heavy for you. Okay. Can I use my free action to yell for help? Yeah, by all means. Please, please do. We've got a man overboard. Man overboard. Almost two. <laughs> you hear the call echoed around the ship as you yell man overboard. Other people are yelling it now. And you can see that two people have kind of stopped whatever tasks they were doing and have made their way over to you. Okay, awesome. And this is when something starts to change a little bit. Throughout all of this, the ship has been steering directly into the waves as they come at you. Too large of a wave will knock over a ship. And so they steer directly into them so that they can kind of push the waves apart as they head towards them. And this is a safe way to kind of handle a vessel like this. Unfortunately though, in order to do this, you need to have your sails down for the most part because a sail that is pushing against you, that's being caught in the wind, is going to drive you off course. And that's what starts to happen. That loose sail that's up near the crow's nest catches the wind and starts to push the ship over to the left-hand side. You three are now looking at waves that are starting to head directly into you. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. is that sail, is it like tied up? It was flapping in the wind. You could see uh -oh. that it was kind of loose in some of its spots, but now it has suddenly caught the wind and whatever is holding that in place is pulling against the ship. Okay. Gio, let's head back to you. So you're working on this gear. What do you want to do? What's the situation report on the gear? Like, are we are we are we turning it? Is like progress happening? It's exactly where you left off last time. So you're kind of pushing against the gear. You're trying to hold it in place, and it is still kind of pushing against you. You've managed to slow it down significantly, but it is still moving back. Boy, which way turns to bring this up? One of the sailors near you that was kind of thrown to the ground as a result of the spinning of the wheel yells back up to you. Whatever direction is the opposite of the one it's moving. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to crank it that way. Okay, could I have you roll another strength check? Oh, 13. Okay, you're not able to push it completely around, but you are able to stop it. Or it is moving against you. You can feel the pressure of it, but it is not moving in that direction anymore. So you've managed to stop it. Unfortunately. This also means that there is an anchor that is halfway down into the sea, swinging against the current into the side of the vessel. Uh-oh. And that's still there. Well, I guess we'll just keep working on it then. Like, I don't, I don't know what else we could do here, right? Yeah. All right, Val. <laughs> yes? You're caught in rigging. What are you doing? Uh, How's that going for you? Mordecai's yeah, right there. Okay, so... His presence is comforting, if not his efforts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, okay, is anyone coming to my aid? Like, uh... You can see that two people have come towards you, and they're all grabbing at the rigging around you. Oh, thanks, lads. <laughs> um, can I roll to, like, like, assist them? Like, strength check myself? Like... Yeah, so what I want you to do, if you're going to try and pull yourself out of the rigging, I'm going to have you make a strength check with advantage. Sure, because they're helping me. Yeah. Of course. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Well, good thing you had that advantage. Good thing we had that advantage. Uh, that's, that's just a 12, though. You're still caught in the rigging. One of the guys who's near you is kind of helping pull yourself out of it. You feel like you're getting close, but you're not able to make any headway in it. And the guy behind you pulls a knife and he takes his knife and he rushes towards your leg ah! and he slash <laughs> and he slashes at the rope that's holding your leg in place. Nice. You're able to get free now and you're not caught in the rigging, although you are still kind of straddling this rail. I need you to make a dexterity check. Sure. Just like top of myself inside the boat here. Gonna find out if he's a sea elf or not. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Ha, nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you guys. All right. Okay, I backflip off the rail, back onto the deck. <laughs> Dice is hot. Dice is hot tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so Val, yeah, sure, why not? You do a backflip out of your caught leg rigging, and you land directly on your feet in kind of like a power stance. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun to animate. You are now looking at three guys that are standing near the railing, tugging at a line that is trying to drag a person down to their death. Like, as a bonus, could I try and, like, assist them again uh, to hoist the rigging, not reach for the incapacitated sailor? Sure. So I'm going to say you rush over and you start pulling at the rigging as well, but I'm going to move over to Mordecai and see what he does. Very cool. Okay. So I see Val do this valiant double backflip maneuver. And land square on his heels. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's take it easy here. It was one backflip, all right? It's not yeah, a double backflip. but I mean, it looked so good. It was totally a double. <laughs> all right, roll perception check. Cirque du Soleil got nothing. It was definitely slow-mo. Okay, okay. <laughs> Twelve. You only caught one backflip. Okay, fine. I saw him do a backflip and land flawlessly. It was a ten. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to yell over to him and be like, You Okay. Oh, yeah, thanks for the end, love. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm, I'm going to turn around, uh, pinpoint the sail that's causing all the issue, and I would like to bonus action Misty Step up to that area. Very nice. Good idea. So you just kind of turn your back away from Val, and you take a step forward, and then suddenly you're on a plank, suspended 20 feet above the ship and it is rocking from side to side you can see the sail this tarp caught in the wind pulling against the ship i need you to make a dexterity save sure <gasps> nine <laughs> sweet move mordecai you try to grab onto the plank that would hold up the sail that's underneath it but it is so slick it is wet and mordecai you start to fall lovely <laughs> Geo, could I have you make a strength check? Absolutely. So strong all the time. This is the one. That's an 11. <laughs> if I can't even sleep naked as per the code of my religion, I need to at least get a feat of strength in, you know? There's like a debuff for sure. I'm just saying, maybe that's why you're not able to move this gear. The sacred object knows that you did not sleep naked and you are lacking in some of your strength. I'm not one to think I know how the sacred object works, but that sounds like a very plausible reason. <laughs> All right, Gio, you're able to start to push on the gear. And despite the struggles that you're having with it, a few of the sailors that are around you have found their positions around the gear and they are now pushing against it as well. And you can feel it start to move back towards its docking position. I'll take it. Unfortunately, that's not where this ends. 
the chain that is holding the anchor is flailing about at the front of the ship. Oh, God. It is pulling from side to side. The ship itself is starting to turn out of the waves. I need you to roll a dex check. That's a dirty 20. The ship rocks. It rocks real hard. A wave hits it, and you can feel the ship start to turn back over like it's about to buckle over. It rights itself, but not before a wave crashes over the deck and hits you and the guys that are all standing around that gear. You're able to catch yourself. You hold on to the gear, but the guys around you go flailing against the railing on the opposite side of the deck. The gear doesn't move, but you're sitting there by yourself. All right, this is starting to sound more and more like a feat of strength. Is this gear kind of like the the wheel of pain that Conan has to push? It's exactly what I was picturing. It is exactly like the dun, wheel of pain dun, that Conan has to push. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Except this one serves a purpose. <laughs> Two snakes. Actually, Josh, through years of research and uh, study, I've come to the conclusion that that wheel is actually for milling uh, wheat, grain, or, yeah, yeah, or rock. Because I don't, they're like in a desert, so maybe they're milling. Like a quarry. <laughs> Making gravel and sand in this desert? Oh, they're just bucking it up. <laughs> you know that product that they really need? I mean, it was a prison camp, right? Yeah, I, I mean, even that's pretty vague and unexplained. All right, what's going on here? More strength checks. No, it's uh, Val's turn. Damn it. Val, you're standing there with three other guys. You're pulling at this rigging, trying to get this guy out of the water. Could I have you roll a strength check? Unless you're going to do something different. No, nope, I'm going to try and help my this well this guy. <laughs> so I don't even know who he is. Sure, roll a strength check. Is that an advantage because these other guys are helping? Uh, with advantage because you have the two guys around you. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness again. <laughs> Zero and twelve. Holy smokes! All right, you're able to pull against the rigging. You're able to pull it up maybe a foot back up onto the deck. The guy is still lashed to it. You can see that he's unconscious now, but because he's caught in the rigging, he's not coming loose, he's not falling into the water, so mixed success there. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Late and Legends. Just a few announcements today. If you're interested in hearing more about Late and Legends, check out our new website, www.latenlegends.com, where we'll be keeping a schedule of our episodes, as well as merchandise and additional content for listeners. If you'd like to support Late and Legends, join us over on Patreon. We have a number of reward tiers for patrons, and there is no pressure to stick around if you'd like, but we'd love your help. Additionally, if you can, please like Leighton Legends on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and leave us a review on Facebook or iTunes. These reviews really help our podcast get out into the internet and find new listeners. If you'd like to become a character in Leighton Legends, like and share the podcast in any of our social media feeds using the hashtag Leighton Legends, lowercase, all one word, and you might just find that your name pops up in the adventure. I've got a lot of characters coming up this season, and I'll be needing character names. Share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag Leighton Legends, and you might find out that your name makes its way into the podcast. Additionally, our Leighton Legends videos have been making their way onto YouTube. Brendan has gone back and converted our early adventures from Season 1 into cool little comic videos for viewers to watch. I'm personally really enjoying what he's done and the artwork that he's created. If you want to check them out, just look for Leighton Legends on YouTube. They come out every Wednesday at 10 a.m. We hope you enjoy them. That's all for now. Let's get back into the adventure.
Mordecai, you're falling. Okay. I would assume that there's lashing and ropes all around me if that sail is loose. Can I try and grab onto one of them? This is true. Make a acrobatics check. That's a 20. So there is a loose rope that is just dangling. It seems to be attached somewhere up in the heavens, but it's there. It's next to you. You reach out towards it, Mordecai, and you're able to make connection with it. You have serious, serious rug burn on your hands as you slide down to it, but eventually you're able to stop yourself. You're still kind of like 15 feet up in the air, and you're swinging from side to side on this rope. Oh, okay. Uh... Could I roll a seafaring to see if I tug down on this, if it will pull the sail back up into position, or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can make that check. Go right ahead. Gotta use it. It's there. Twelve. You don't know. You have no idea what this rope is for. You don't know if tugging on it would end up fixing the sail that's above you. But based off of that, it just caught a, I don't know, how much do you weigh? 180-pound person that was dropping. It seems like it's not going to fix that rigging and even if it was you don't think you would be able to do it because it didn't fix itself when you're falling i'm gonna use the rest of my action my movement whatever to uh climb the rope back up to where i should be but this time instead of like standing up on the plank i want to straddle that sure could i have you make an athletics check sure like climbing the rope in gym class 18. Okay, you're able to pull yourself up. There's some rigging that is nearby, a bunch of this lattice work kind of net, and you're able to pull yourself over to that using the rope that you've caught onto, and you're able to follow it up to the third tier of this mast, where you can see this sail flapping in the wind, pulling at the ship in the opposite direction. You're able to hold on as best you can onto the rigging, which ascends all the way up to the crow's nest. And with a little bit of effort, you think that maybe you could either tie down or untie this sail. What I would assume we'd want to tie it down, right? Because it's pushing us in the wrong way. So if I'm allowed to do anything more on this turn, I would like to tie it down. I'm going to say let's move over to Giovanni and you can tackle that next round. Gio, you're by yourself holding a gear in place. People around you have dispersed. Like they're gone dispersed? Like they off after they got hit by a bit of water? They're still kind of reeling from that. Okay, you said dispersed. I thought like they ran away. They got <laughs> it wet. was hard water, you know? <laughs> it, was, it was hard water. <laughs> um, do I look cool? Uh, Giovanni, can I have you make a charisma check? We're talking like Jason Momoa walking up out of the waves cool or like... Eight. Uh, no, not Jason Momoa walking out of the waves cool. You look more like a wet rat. <laughs> All right. Do I look like a buff wet rat? If someone were to look at you and look closely, they might be able to see your muscle definition in your wet shirt, but uh, I don't think anybody cares right now. No, come on. I'm not wearing a shirt. I Uh, care. All right. um, I don't know what to do here. Should I just try to keep hammering this wheel back? I mean... Is there a way you can lock it in place? Not when it fixes the problem with the dangling anchor, though. No, but you'd be able to leave the gear to deal with the anchor. Mm, can I try to break the anchor, like the smash the chain and <laughs> hold the anchor on with my longsword? You certainly can. Do you have your longsword on you? Oh, I don't think I do. Oh, no. How's all that stuff below decks, sir? All right. Headbutt. 
Can I try to? Is the chain taut right now, or is it kind of loose? It is very taut. Okay. So you can't actually. There's. It's not like there's a chain that's running from the top of this gear around the deck. That would be a hazard. But there is a chain that is wrapping around this gear underneath the pegs that you use to push it. Mm -hmm. And you imagine that that gear runs under the floorboards of this top deck up towards the front of the ship where the anchor would be. You know what? Gio's gonna do what he does best and try to single-handedly push this gear in a brave display of uh, bravery. Feat of strength. Yeah, this is the perfect opportunity for a feat of strength. And for you committing to that, I'm gonna give you a point of inspiration. Nice. Do I have to declare I wanna use that before I make my roll or can I just make the roll and then decide? You have to declare it first. So I'll roll it with inspiration, which basically lets me just roll it at advantage, right? Yep. Okay, here we go. Nice. 22. Giovanni, the water is pelting you from side to side as you start to push against this gear. You are by yourself at this large figure, pushing away at it, and you start to feel the gear move back. You're pushing back against it, and you can feel the chains link up, tighten, as you continue to pull them back into their right spot. The anchor is not pulling nearly as hard at the front of the ship at this moment though the ship itself is still steering out of the waves. Excellent. Do I still look like a big, dirty rat? No, absolutely not. No, you look slightly more attractive at this point. Okay, sweet. <laughs> like a good-looking like good rat. Nice. <laughs> Val's looking over across the way, man. He's like, the object would be proud, man. Little, little tear. <laughs> Val, you're distracted. Okay, you have a, you have a, a, a negative <laughs> on your next strength. <laughs> I... Uh, wait a minute. I rolled an 8 on my charisma save, so I don't think I'm radiating enough uh, for Val to get distracted by me. But that's that's just my opinion. <laughs> sure, okay, all right. Uh, speaking of Val, you're tugging away at this rigging with two other guys. What do you do? The hell is it? I'm going to go help Geo. You're going to let go of the rigging and run over <laughs> to where Geo is? Honestly, yeah. Okay. You tried. You let go of the rigging, and you head over to Giovanni, who is pushing against this gear. What do you do? Move with him, man. Strength check that sucker. Okay, so you grab one of the pegs on the other side across from Gio, and you start to push back against the gear. Could I have your roll of strength check? Would that be an advantage? Gio's sweet power? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Am I inspired by Gio's nope. performance? <laughs> Geo's performance inspired you to do what you're currently doing. It doesn't mean that you're... That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Critical fail. Giovanni, you see Val run over to the gear and take up a position on the other side. Unfortunately, it actually kind of looks like he's pushing in the opposite direction. Oh, oh it's like going the wrong way. <laughs> he's going the wrong way. And you can start to feel the gear weirdly move back against oh, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> sea rats. Mordecai, oh. what are you doing up in the uh, attic of the ship? I would like to try and uh, lash the sail, like tie it up. All right. So the sail is caught at two different points with a third point that is loose, but seems to have got itself wedged in between some of the boards and the mast. So you're going to have to kind of decide how you want to lash the sail. Trying to think about whether I should do it like a normal physical way or a fun magical way. <laughs> uh, follow your heart, man. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp. Only one hand. Dear God. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch the uh, uh, the mast 
right? And I, I would like to use some of that wood to form a hand, and that hand's going to reach down, and it's going to hold the sail tight and then clench itself up into a fist so it's holding it up out of the way of the wind. All right. Uh, do you have to roll anything for that? Do I have to roll a constitution save for a sail? I don't... It's, it's your call, man. <laughs> like, it's technically an attack roll. Could you read to me what Maximilian's hand does? Yeah. Uh, ba 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 Maximilian's Earthen Grasp. Okay. You choose a five-foot square of unoccupied space uh, and a medium hand made from... Well, it says compacted soil, but, like, we homebrewed it that it's basically whatever Mordecai's touching. The target has to make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes some damage and is restrained. So if you want, the sail can make a strength save, I guess. Uh, no, I'll kind of do it a little bit different. What is the DC needs to beat? It needs to beat a 15. Okay, Mordecai, I'm going to have you roll a strength check for the sail. Okay. With my strength? Oh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so if it's above it, your earthen hand is not able to grab it. If it's below your DC, then it is. Well, I rolled an 11, so I grabbed that thing. Awesome. So you reach into the planking that's at your hands, this post that's running perpendicular to this mast, and out of the mast itself, a hand starts to form. There isn't a lot of material there, and so it's a pretty thin, sickly-looking hand, but it's able to grab onto the sail that is flapping around and start to pull it in towards itself, binding itself back into the sail. Unfortunately, though, you took away a lot of the material that is holding up the crow's nest, and you can see that cracks are starting to form right above where your hand appeared. Okay. Uh, Giovanni, it is your turn. You're working at this gear. Val has not helped at all, but you did see him rush over to try and help. What do you do? I'm going to push the out of this wheel. All right. Roll a strength check. That's a five. I think it might be time to uh, try a different approach. You're not making any headway. Fortunately, the gear is stopped, but you're not able to push it back up. Okay. Val, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, I'm going to go back over there and help them. Actually, I, I think Val would probably... It's just a random sailor, but... Okay. How do you want to help them? Uh, just get back on that rigging and try and drag that uh, that sailor back on board. Sure. So you rush over to the rigging and you start tugging at it, finding a spot for yourself on the far right of these two other sailors. One of them looks up at you as he's struggling with this rigging and he yells, Where the hell did you go? Oh, I fixed the anchor, you ass. We don't need us rolling over. <laughs> uh, you're fortunate that he didn't see what happened at the anchor gear. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I use my yeah. seafaring knowledge to know that, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're, you're right though. It's good that he didn't see that I was really detrimental to any progress. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you're pulling now at this rigging with these other two guys? Yep, let's get this guy back on board. All right, strength with advantage. Come on, Val. Flex those gimpy arms. All right, with a mighty 10. <laughs> man, Val's going to have to start doing push-ups or something. Something, man. <laughs> You're able to pull it up like a few inches. You're now probably close enough to grab the person's hand and wrist if you wanted to. Okay. But again, they're still stuck in that netting. Right. They're completely unconscious at this point. But they're but are they close enough where I can try and like if they keep pulling on the rope, this attached to his foot, and if I can grab his hands, like kind of just heave him on, sort of deal, like a wet rug. Yeah. Okay. Can I well, can I roll then what? 
No, not yet, because that was your turn, is yes. trying to pull this. Could I have your roll of perception check, though? Yeah, of course. Man, we really should have prepared more water-based spells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a 19 for Val. Okay. To be honest, though, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag that were magic. I mean, I, I debated just, like, swimming down there and help that guy, but I, I think I want to keep all that under my hat for now. Man, I'm teleporting all over the place, so... <laughs> I know, uh, we have we have two schools of thought on this, I suppose. Oh, actually, actually, I had already taken the hide action, so if anybody wanted to see me, they would have had to roll a check. Uh, Mordecai, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea if anybody saw you. Maybe you're fine, maybe you're not. People are pretty distracted. You might be okay. There's a lot of going on. A lot of going on. Val, what did you roll? Sorry, that was a night for a perception. Okay. You look up quickly at the top of the deck where you see first mate Michael standing at the wheel. He's not driving it. He's just holding his position there as somebody else steers it. But he's looking at the three of you struggling with this rope and you see him reach down and grab a hatchet and then start to walk towards you. Ooh, cold-blooded. Yeah, no joke. Mordecai. Okay. Uh, so the mast is starting to crack. While the sail is bunched up can i grab whatever ropes are nearby and tie the sail in position and then i want to release the hand so that that mass of wood goes back to where it was okay i'm just going to make you roll a standard dex check so i've got uh an 11 okay so you see that rope that you originally caught yourself on as you were falling is kind of dangling down from the crow's nest. You're able to grab onto it and start tying the sail down, but you're not able to hold it down too much. You're not, like it, you're tying it down, but you're not sure if it is the hand that is holding it in place or the rope that is holding it in place. Mm. Plus, I mean, my knots are probably crappy. So, okay. Does the the mast look like it's gonna like fall apart, or is it just cracked? It is cracked, and you can see the crow's nest is starting to lean a bit, which you can only really tell because the mast is not leaning with it. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to take the chance and release the hand in such a way that the, the wood kind of goes back to where it should be if I can. Okay, you do that. Suddenly, the hand that was holding the sail in place retreats, retracts back into the mast around it and it starts to form up and you see those cracks that were leading up into the crow's nest are now righted although the crow's nest itself now has kind of a permanent lean to it yeah <laughs> uh, but it doesn't seem like it's in jeopardy any longer okay fortunately it seems like your knots are holding it they do not look pretty and they don't look <laughs> particularly effective but they seem to be getting the job done all right cool i'm just gonna wipe my brow take a big sigh and try and remember what my original plan was. <laughs> Make a dex check. Okay. <laughs> uh, eight. <laughs> there is no relaxing on this ship. You rolled an eight. Okay. A wave hits the ship, Mordecai, and you start flailing from side to side, and you end up letting go of the board between your legs, and you start dropping back down towards the deck. Perfect. It's one way to get down there. It's true. It's only 20 feet, right? Uh, no, it is not 20 feet. That's what you said to get up there was 20 feet. It's not 20 feet. You were dangling about 15 feet above the top deck. No, I know, but when I misty-stepped, you said I went up 20. 
Yeah, no, no, that's fine. You're right. You did appear 20 feet up, but you're not at the place where you were. Oh, I climbed You climbed more. up further to get mm. to the crow's nest. You're at the crow's nest, looking down at the deck of the ship, heading towards it very fast. So, like, 40 feet. Let's just call it 20 meters. <laughs> A seaman's yard. <laughs> Acrobatics check. <laughs> yeah, okay. Giovanni, it's your turn. What are you doing? Oh, God. Can I take stock really quick of what's going around without uh, le leaving my grip of the wheel? Sure, make a perception check. I feel there's got to be more other than the sail and the gear. There, there might be something even more uh, pressing, crazy going on. <laughs> Eleven. Does that give me anything? Uh, sort of. So you're able to look up from your position at the gear as you're pushing back against it. You see that Val is now retreated back over to his position where he was helping pull a person back up on the ship. You can't see Mordecai anywhere, but you hear some screaming in the background that sounds faintly like Mordecai. You can see that there are a lot of people on this deck right now, and many of them are pulling at lashings. Others are trying to tie things down. People are flailing from side to side. It is kind of systematic anarchy on top of this deck. People seem to have positions, and they're trying to do their jobs in order to keep the ship straight, but they're fighting against the weather, which is really taking its toll. You do, however, also see first mate Michael kind of descending from the position at the back of the ship where the steering wheel is and he seems to have a hatchet in his hand but that's all you see oh man I almost want to use like uh, command or something like that on the the biggest dude I can see on this ship one of the Bruce's yeah one of the Bruce <laughs> if not all the Bruce's I don't know if they're the Bryce <laughs> the Bryce uh, the breezes? The breeze. The breeze. Because um, I'm just thinking, like, the breezes. Everyone seems to be doing cool stuff, but like, uh, people are just tying down. We don't got time to worry about trade goods. We got to keep this boat floating, you know. They're not working on trade goods. They're working on rigging, rigging and sails, and uh, there isn't trade goods on the top deck. Look, in in Giovanni's world, there's only what he's doing, and that's like the important stuff. And everything else is just kind of like. Meh, it's, Whatever, rigging. Um, <laughs> can I see the Bruce's or no? Uh, you actually can. So you look over to the right-hand side and you see three men that have been smashed against the railing there. You recognize that these were actually the guys who were helping you move the gear. And they're starting to pull themselves up from where they were at the railing and they're, they seem to be heading back over towards you at the gear. Do they seem injured at all? Uh, you can see that one of them is limping, but it's tough for you to tell right now. Oh, so I can't just, like, hold out my hand to lay on hands a bit of, uh, bit of healing on the guy? Uh, you might be able to. I mean, you certainly, you can do that. But, okay. But you just, you just don't know the extent of anyone's injuries. You only got an 11 <laughs> for a perception, so. Oh, okay. And if I, if I take my hands off this wheel, is it gonna kill me by spinning into me? Swack! <laughs> uh, I, I'm not saying that it's not going to happen, but only you can decide whether you think that's going right, to happen. I'm just going to push the wheel. I feel, like I'm trapped <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm trapped here, and the bruises seem to be coming back. So if I could just keep this thing going. Dun, 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 dun. 13. Okay, you rolled a 13 for strength. Yeah. You're pushing against this gear, and you're able to start to move it back up. You hear it kind of click back a couple notches as the chain starts to tie itself back up. 
and you can see the three other Bruces have made their way over to the gear and have taken positions around oh, you. Oh, wait, so so it's clicking, so it has like a clasp where every time you move it like a notch, it, it notches into that. Uh, no, not exactly. It is the clicking of the chains as they find positions oh, around the pole. Man, they really should have like a little notch no kidding. on this yeah. thing. Yeah, you bring it up with admin. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there is one, I just couldn't see it before, but now that I'm thinking about it. Never mind, I'm sorry. Anyway. This might be a good time for a seafaring knowledge check. Yeah, maybe the gear is busted. Geo? <laughs> yeah, maybe I can roll... I'm going to roll a seafaring knowledge check. <laughs> oh, God. I crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a chain is. I'd... No, no, no. I won't I won't take that away from you. You've been working at this. So you know that there is a chain, there is a post that you're pushing against. You know the directions it's supposed to move. These are all things you already have experience with. You just have no conception of how it holds itself in place. You only oh man. With more bodies. Okay. <laughs> all I can do is just push it. I think that's it for me, unless I get to roll another shrink check. <laughs> nope, that's it for you. Val, you're at the rigging. There's a guy on the other side. Two people are next to you. Michael's coming down looking threatening with that hatchet. Uh, you can see that he's maybe about 15 feet away from you at this point. Man. Well, you know what? You know what? I've dealt with this long enough. Uh, one last sh one last toss to try and throw him over before uh, I think Mike's coming down and cut this fool loose. So, yeah, one last one last chance. You can do it. Oh, I got. Oof, not bad. <laughs> Val pulls out some spinach, you know, chews it down. This corn cob, this corn cob bite, and uh, wheels out an eighteen. All right, you you now have both hands no longer on the rigging. The guy dies. <laughs> <laughs> the other guys are sucked overboard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Which is the best strength check I think I've ever made. So I definitely Gus is like. Took a second, found some spinach in my shirt. You know, I just carry for <laughs> for just this occasion. For just this occasion, you know. So yeah, my, just in case. My all natural, my all natural whoop ass. So you pull out this rigging. You're able to pull it about two feet up. You can see that the young man who was tied into this rigging is completely unconscious, but he's about halfway over the side of the rail. And the three of you have now managed to kind of get your hands on him. Good. Okay. Can we pull him in? Are these other guys gonna? Um, I'll let I'll let you do one more action. Can we like roll him in? Like you have no idea. I I, I just don't want this guy to cut this guy loose, man. Like after all this, trying to save him, I, I could have cut him loose. <laughs> you might be able to save him by cutting him loose. Sure. You can see that the rigging is continuing to descend into the water and pulling at the ship, which is kind of making it turn a bit more. You have to decide how you're going to save this guy. He's half over the side of the ship right now. You might be able to pull him up, but you're fighting against the rigging, so you have to kind of think about how you want to tackle that. Very good. Lop so... his arm off. No, I if I if I can just permit that I've got a dagger in my boot, uh, yeah. or grab a dagger. You're a sailor. Of course, everybody has a of dagger. Of course, so I, I'd love Yarr. to, okay, just cut him, cut. Wait, you guys got daggers? Everybody but Tom. <laughs> After his cartographer comment, they didn't trust him with a knife anymore. <laughs> yeah, if I could just try and cut him loose where this where this rigging is trying to pull him down then, and then the other guys can try and hoist him in. Roll that dagger. I'm not going to care about the damage. I just want to know the attack. Ooh, it's a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. So you're able to kind of put this dagger in a very, very nice position, and you pull at the rigging that is keeping this guy in place. And he comes loose. 
He's not tied into the rigging. He's not fighting against the rigging, but you could pull him out if you wanted to. Let's let's drag him out. Sure. We have these other boys here. Mordecai, uh, Mordecai, you're falling. Okay. Below me <laughs> again. What are the odds of landing on other crewmen? You want to know the odds? I'd say it's about fifty percent, Mordecai, that you're gonna hit, land on someone. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Mordecai's not that kind of guy. He gambles. He wants to know the odds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Mordecai, you know that there is a 50% chance that you're going to hit someone. All these little ants below you are running around real quick. You don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, how much time do I have before I hit the deck? Uh, six seconds. Okay. Is that enough time for me to pull out my spectral sheet? No. <laughs> it's in my pocket. All right. You know what? As if, like, I was going to land in it. Okay. Mordecai, I'm going to have you make a dexterity check okay. with disadvantage. I'll take it. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> How did you roll two fifteens? All right. That was sick. Thank you. Roll 20. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Mordecai... <laughs> Mordecai, you're falling. You're screaming. Of course you are. You're heading straight towards the deck. This is like yep. you're going to die. And you reach inside this infinity pocket and you pull out your spectral sheet and you try to like throw it out in front of you so that you fall into it. You're about to hit the deck, Mordecai. Yep. And the spectral sheet takes form around you. <laughs> yes. Val and Giovanni, can I have you roll perception checks? I don't know if I okay. want to see this craziness. Actually, you know what? No, that, that makes perfect and, 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 sense. None of this, Mordecai. None of this. Well, no, <laughs> because I took that hide action earlier, they would have to contest that against my deception charisma. But since I put the sheet on, it doesn't matter. I was just making sure that that didn't cross any lines. You are, you're going to be so warm. Oh, yeah. Rolled a seven. Okay, and Val? Uh, 18 for Val. Uh, Geo, you're not able to see anything, but Val, as you're cutting this guy loose, you hear this screaming noise getting closer and closer <laughs> and closer to you. And then you look over and you see like maybe two meters away from you, kind of in between where you and Giovanni are, almost exactly in between, you see Mordecai plummeting towards the deck and then just disappear through the deck, deck, deck. for listening to our podcast the next part will be coming out next wednesday if you're interested in hearing more about us please follow us on facebook instagram twitter anchor or patreon as late and legends a special thanks to our patrons this week al kate ethan and paula if you're like these very special people and want to support our podcast join us over on patreon we'd love your help with that we'll see you next week week